0: Welcome to The Delivery with Andy Reports. I'm Andy Hirschfeld, and today my guest is...
1: Natalie V. Yes,
0: and you have a new podcast coming out yourself, uh, which we're going to talk about. You are also on the U.S. fencing team. Let's jump in. This is The Delivery. so pleasantly surprised well, i i guess i wouldn't say pleasantly surprised i was very happy because uh there was standing room um on the subway getting here and like
1: <laughs> oh our standards are so low sometimes oh, in new york <laughs> absolutely
0: but so on the train the auto- i was thinking to myself these automated voices sound way too like chipper like <laughs> too happy to be on this train. Like, they need to match the uh, the consistent level of discontent of, like, all the people on here. So if it was, like, throw in, like, this is Morgan Avenue, transfer here, or, I don't know, you can't transfer Morgan, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah.
0: Just throw in, like, a, oh, it's only fucking Tuesday. There should be Just, a... Like,
1: there should definitely be, like, a winter voice and a summer voice. Like, the summer voice is excited about life, it's happy, the summer voice is ready to go out, and then the winter voice is, like, vitamin D deficient, and, like, kind of done with snow Okay. And bad weather.
0: Okay. So I agree but, with I mean, you. Yeah, you... I'd
1: love to see, like, the difference. I th-
0: right? I'm, I'm miserable during the summer.
1: <laughs> well, that's just you. Like, oh. I get excited about the summer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... <laughs>
1: I'm not going to lie, the summer's my jam in New York City.
0: It is. Why?
1: Um, I love going to the beach. I'm at the beach as much as possible.
0: Rockaway Beach? Rockaway
1: Beach. What up? It's gross. <laughs> it's not. I love Rockaway Beach. I go swimming. I, sur- I learned to surf on Rockaway Beach. Really? Yeah. Like, that's where I learned to surf. And the summertime is also where you can do, city. like, you can go watch movies in the park. That is There's true. There's music on every street corner. Like, if you wanted to take a bath in a fire hydrant, you totally could on almost every sweet street corner. Um like it's like an amazing <laughs> it's the most amazing time in New York.
0: I mean I do you take baths on street corners? <laughs> like it's
1: <laughs> I, yeah, but I if mean, I,
0: whatever works, the I The point
1: is if I wanted to I would I would have the option to use a fire hydrant. Okay.
0: So well I mean depends who you are. But... <laughs> yeah.
1: So much we could go with there I know.
0: Oh absolutely. You're giving me so much great sound to work with uh that i can just cut and like use it Ma- make you say make you say, misquote you maybe do that kind of stuff um i know that's happened to you in the past uh we did. won't get into that uh, i was
1: just gonna say yeah that's happened but i wasn't
0: gonna say anything oh yeah no we we don't we don't need to go let's into that area that. let's let's skip over that uh, so, yeah. And,
1: and if you're out there, don't Google me on TMZ, because that was, like, really embarrassing.
0: Oh, you're on TMZ? No, I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> I said don't bring it up. Didn't my publicist tell you don't bring it up? No, I'm just kidding. Okay,
0: um, <laughs> well, can't get on and Google you, but, um, I know you have a I'm not funny.
1: <laughs> I think you're really funny.
0: I am? Okay, well, that's <laughs> yeah. good to know. That's good to know, because...
1: The subway thing, like, the matching so... our discontent. <laughs>
0: It's something I've really had to think about because, especially now, now. because, like, my old jobs required me to be on the subway when there's, like, nobody there, so it's, like, great just by myself, not having to, like, feel discontent because I'm surrounded by all kinds of disgusting people standing in piss, but it's... I
1: mean, because you had a late night job. Yeah,
0: I'd get off at, like, midnight or... You know, start my work day at three in the morning.
1: See, this, I think we differ in this, because I am a people person. Like, I love being around people. I love it. I just, I'm, like, so excited to to people watch, to look at people's outfits. I, I, like, love hearing, I love overhearing conversations about, like, people's, like, night. Like, I just, like, (laughs) I just love being around people. Like, when I moved to New York, I lived in this building where the walls were so thin, I knew everybody's business, and I like felt like I was in an episode of Hey Arnold. Really? Yeah, it was great.
0: Oh, uh, the the overheard in New York Instagram is maybe the single best thing. Uh, yeah. I
1: didn't do you even not, know about do, this. No.
0: What? <laughs> How do you live here?
1: I don't know. I don't. I uh, moved to LA. Okay, in but August, like, like technically
0: August, but still. But I
1: come back a lot. You live like, in an apartment in Brooklyn.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you I mean you like lived here when that account was around, I lived here for and you like have Instagram, right?
1: Do I have an Instagram? You at do Sup- have at Supersonic Nava N A V A. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah,
0: you don't. have any- <laughs> <laughs> Just plug. Just a little, a little plug there. Um,
1: Casual plug, no big deal.
0: Hundred percent, hundred. That reminds me of like a story, like when I was living my first apartment in the city. In Bushwick,
1: mm-hmm. I had
0: a couple different roommates, but the, the first two were these, the, 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 they were these, um, they were like students studying abroad, they went to City College, uh, they were from Germany, and they were the worst people. Like, they were terrible. I had the flu one night, and they literally threw a party when I had the flu, It was the worst.
1: I think I'm noticing a theme here throughout your stories. What the people that that you're not a people person. I am
0: totally a people person. I don't
1: know. Just like
0: not the (laughs) shitty people. Like there are quite a few shitty people, and uh, I try to avoid those, but I am sometimes unsuccessful. Uh, Yeah. So, but I mean, like I've chosen to to have a career in in news and journalism and there's very rarely is there a schedule uh in which you are working at a time when people are up and around you know oh yeah yeah like morning shows that's right yeah like said they come on at seven in the morning so a lot of people i mean there are people working during the day but overnight they come in at three in the morning like uh, you know, when you when people turn on the news in the morning, people have been there making that show for hours. Wow. Um,
1: I had a yogi friend tell me that nothing good happens after 2 a.m. And it's true. All the crazy stuff that I've seen in New York, well, okay, not all of it, but I would say most of the crazy stuff I've seen in New York has happened after 2 a.m.
0: I would, I, I, I never commuted during actual rush hour. Yeah. You know? And I, it, it was just—it felt weird. So
1: you were anti-commuting. I was. Because anti- you were the opposite schedule of everybody in New York City, so.
0: I wasn't commuting when people were going home. I was like commuting when people were like, you know, out to dinner. I think the time anti-commute
1: with... sounds great. Why not? Um,
0: you were just. Well, so you were just like I love being around people.
1: <laughs> no, I do, but I'm saying for you the anti-commute is Fact probably check. amazing. <laughs> you a different perspective like i could get down at the end to commute
0: okay well
1: but i also don't mind being around people
0: i don't mind being around people that aren't on the subway because you just
1: but what about looking at people's outfits like don't you get excited like looking at like you know like the hot stuff someone's wearing looking at someone's hair or like the new the book like i look at the books people are reading like my best book recommendations have come from either meg christman shout out to my friend meg or from the subway reads.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I usually just like close my eyes and listen to music or <laughs> I
1: think I'm way nosier than you. Yeah. That's why I got the difference, like <laughs> Okay,
0: but there there was one there was... I'm like
1: low key interacting with that with people without them knowing.
0: <laughs> okay. I I eavesdropped on way too many conversations on the subway and started like laughing that I like <laughs> you don't know, have to stop it, it, have... it gets very uncomfortable when someone's like talking about some very intimate stuff and you overhear it and it's hilarious
1: I've had people do that to me like laugh at a joke that I made to my friend and I'm like oh you were laughing cool uh, <laughs> there's an audience
0: <laughs> I, don't, I mean I, I I stopped doing that because I could not stop laughing at all of the stupid shit that people are saying all over the place. It's just...
1: Do you want to hear a really cute subway story? Do I? Yes. This, like, legit happened to me when I first moved to New York. Yes. I was reading a book, and this guy puts a notebook on my lap, and on the notebook it says, hi, how are you? And then I write back, I'm great, how are you? And we start talking back and forth, and it was a really, like, I don't even remember what we talked about, but I remember it was, like, kind of cool. I don't think I looked at his face one time. I what? basically, like, was probably wearing a scarf, and I couldn't turn my head because of all the clothes I'm wearing in New York City winter. And then, no, maybe, yeah. And then I think at the end of the conversation, he was just like, at some point, you want to go see a play or something? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I don't, I never, I don't think I ever followed up. But oh. it, was, it was really exciting that someone would choose to communicate with me via notebook.
0: That is interesting. Yeah, give you that. (laughs) You never looked at the. You never looked at the guy. Is he like? Are you saying that he's like an ugly person?
1: I I think I did look at him, but I just remember his face. Because if I look at it, if I think about it now, like, would I remember him? Like, not really. But I mean, maybe we did look. I I don't remember. This is so long ago. (laughs) But the main point is, we communicated via notebook, Mm. which you know shot straight through my heart i thought it was i thought it was very clever
0: yeah i'm mean, i i would i wouldn't do that but you know that's just me <laughs> i did i was i did meet someone on the subway once and it was it was interesting we were uh, it, was, it was this girl anyways <laughs> the train was in the station for like 45 minutes and she looked at me and she says where are you going and I'm like, uh, home. She says, "Oh, where do you live?" And I like, oh, I live in Bedsty. She's like, "Oh no way, I'm going there. Let's go grab a cab." And so we grabbed a cab, and yeah, it was so strange.
1: I had a similar experience.
0: Yeah, but and then we ended up getting a drink and cool. Yeah, so it was, it like was a nice. Great subway story. She turned out to be the weirdest person. Like,
1: is there something wrong with so- weird? What are you trying to say, I mean,
0: like in a bad way.
1: Oh, in a bad way, okay. Like in a bad way.
0: Yeah, she turned out to be a very strange person, which, you know, you have to be to randomly approach a person on the subway and ask them to... I
1: mean, I'm pretty strange. Yeah,
0: you are. (laughs) But like, not in a bad way.
1: Not in a bad way. That you know of. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm not strange at all.
0: Yeah, you are. (laughs)
1: 100%.
0: Uh, Fact check your...
1: (laughs) Hello! Super Sonic Nava, fact check.
0: I mean, I don't know why you're you're lying to me. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyways, tell me about your podcast. Because you are doing a podcast too. Yes, I am. And... It's uh super cool, so tell me about it.
1: Well, I'm a fencer. I fence on the US team. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and I'm training for Tokyo 2020. What up to all my teammates? Um, so I started a podcast called the meter line and the meter is the back of this the back of a fencing strip. And when you get pushed to the end of the strip, it's base it's almost like life or death like that's that's kind of like a high pressure situation where your anxiety goes up and and real stuff happens. So, um, so I started this podcast called the Meter Line, and it's a podcast that is basically talks about the little things that take an athlete from from being good to being great. Because um, oftentimes it's just it's just a the smallest difference, you know, that can make a huge impact on your performance.
0: Uh, and when's your first episode?
1: Um, I shot a pilot episode last week when I was doing a camp in Houston um your hometown what mm-hmm. up, Houston? Yeah. so i was doing a camp out there and i shot up i shot the pilot or not shot like we, recorded. i recorded <laughs> totally low tech on my iphone um but i recorded the first pilot episode about how happiness um was key to my performance this year cuz i kind of feel like i've had a, a breakthrough year um how i've I finaled at every single North American cup that I've competed in, including, uh, I got a silver medal in the last two events and after the, I did a, I had a world cup that I just came back from in Cuba and I was completely undefeated the first day. I came out second out of pools and I've just had like a really focused season so far. Yeah. It's exciting.
0: You can see all of this on Instagram. Which she is consistently uh, updating and showing (laughs) all of her.
1: Fencing stuff. Yeah. I do cool videos too. Yeah, you do. P.S. She's. (laughs) Also edited on my phone.
0: (laughs) I don't, I mean, you can do a lot of great stuff on your phone. Oh my gosh, you can. You can do anything.
1: You can make content. You can express yourself. You can be artistic and creative.
0: You know I, all with
1: relatively few tools
0: uh, a couple months ago when there was that unfortunate like uh, f- I guess foiled terror attack at the port of- at Port Authority
1: yeah
0: um, I was called by a news agency to go down there and do a report for them cool and which was super cool but they were like hey so can you shoot it on your iPhone and do your stand-up like a selfie and I'm like
1: Oh, okay. You can,
0: but it just, it feels, it, it feels weird, you know? Like, it like standing and there's like, hey, there's a bombing behind, let me, let me take a selfie. Like, that feels, not oh. like, yeah, it, it feel it, it, the optics of it look weird yeah, too, yeah.
1: Because so, we're used to like taking a selfie at a time that we're like excited and happy. But people document things with selfies, like you just have to have your news anchor face. yeah. Like your news anchor, like I'm in a war zone, kind of.
0: Yeah. You know, absolutely, like, hundred uh, percent. But I actually uh, produced it, so that was cool, I guess. But um, I probably should have anchored it, or not anchored, reported on reported it. Reported on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, you're not gonna take a selfie in that situation, smiling. No, no. But you can document it, like, hey, I'm here. This is what's happening.
0: Hundred percent. I'm doing top it's a it's a total top-notch thing yeah. to do hundred uh, percent on board with that uh, but as like taking selfies in serious situations I was walking by actually the other day I was uh, down meeting um, someone at Brookfield place mm-hmm. uh, down by the World Trade Center okay and there were the people people like taking selfies by the monument and I'm like I just, I had a big problem with that. It's like, not the, sp- I feel like it's not the spot to do that.
1: The waterfall mo- monument to yeah, Ground yeah. Zero? Yeah. Well, the sculptor who did it did an amazing job. Oh, absolutely. Like, that piece is absolutely incredible. It's
0: beautiful. But it it just feels like a kind of place that you need to, be present,
1: mm. you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: It's, it's a very, it's 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 a touchy subject for a lot of people.
1: Especially in New York City.
0: Yeah, and there it, it just feels very disrespectful. Plus, I don't quite get the idea, frankly, of taking selfies at, like, tourist attractions, because it's like, what do you need? Like, you need to prove to people that you were there? Hmm. Personally, that's my view on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so. I wrote a short story a while ago. Okay. About...
0: Is it on the internet?
1: No. I have to put more of my short stories on the internet. Yeah. I'm putting out a book on Instagram soon, though, called Loud Silence.
0: Okay. So watch for that. So on your Instagram, which is what again?
1: At Supersonic Nava, N-A-V-A, holla! (laughs) But um, I wrote a short story about basically, like, our generation of kids wanting to document ourselves because we're... The worst. ...at a precipice. That too. ...where we could potentially face a kind of extinction um, and we're just documenting like our last days on earth it's a really sad
0: that's backstory. a really
1: i don't know what possessed me to write it i think it was wintertime in new york city vitamin d deficiency etc that
0: <laughs> i mean whatever works
1: but it is a way to to you know to look at it up.
0: <laughs> exactly 100% totally agree
1: oh i think my friend came home can i say hi to him i mean hi kyle
0: (laughs) so yeah so back to what it is that we what were we talking about your podcast oh yeah your podcast yes yes tell me about it
1: so the pod the podcast is on podbean right now um that's the platform that i'm using to put it out but it should be on itunes in the next 20 days they have like a submission process that that you have to go through um, yeah, and it's it's about... it's an It's an athletic podcast. What's also good about it is... I'm a woman, so the podcast is from my perspective. And a lot of sports content is put out from a male perspective or about male athletes. And this is a podcast that's from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's really geared toward... I mean, it's... Anyone can listen to it. But there are a lot of things that I'll talk about that a male anchor probably wouldn't talk about, you know. And so one of the episodes future episode that we'll have is going to be about like looking good when you're at a tournament and feeling good and wearing makeup because a lot of a lot of female athletes like wearing makeup so what kind of makeup are you going to wear that's waterproof or what about how does your cycle affect your performance you know we kind of get into the nitty-gritty of things that might affect female athletes or you know also stuff that affect everyone like snacking our first episode i interviewed my teammate kat holmes who competed in the 2016 olympics and we talked about her snackiness She's very snacky.
0: What's your favorite snack on... On the planet? Well, yeah. I don't want to, like, steal your podcast thunder.
1: <laughs> my favorite... I actually didn't even mention my favorite snack on this podcast. Was, I mean, you shouldn't tell team.
0: people that because it's not out yet, but... <laughs> it's
1: not. Uh, so my my favorite snack, I'm exclusively telling you, Andy seaweed. Oh, and our millions of listeners. Miss millions. <laughs> um, seaweed. That's my favorite snack. Seaweed. I love seaweed. Like, at tournaments, I get this uh, at the Korean market, I get this like seaweed called kombu, which is K-O-M-B-U, which is very, very, very salty, but it's great for tournaments because you're sweating out a lot of your electrolytes, um, so I have, like, extremely, and it just tastes good. You just need salt when you're competing, and then I'll have something a little lighter, like some kind of nori seaweed. Like other times, and I'm chronically iron deficient, and seaweed is is one of the best sources of iron out there.
0: You heard it here first. <laughs> seaweed is a great source of iron. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. As a, uh, yeah,
1: for iron deficiency anemia.
0: For yeah, exactly, exactly. Pe-
1: actually, iron or bladder rack is a type of. Of seaweed, a type of kelp that's recommended, bladderwrack or dulse, for people, especially women who have iron deficiency anemia.
0: That's good to know. Yeah. Not for me because I'm not a woman with iron deficiency. Well, but are you
1: a man with iron? De- I don't think you're iron deficient.
0: I'm not iron deficient. Let me look at your
1: nails. Oh no, you have a lot of iron in your diet. You're I good. am. Yeah. <laughs> but you can look at your nail beds, and if your nail beds feel if the if the redness in your nail beds like look strong, you. In general, your blood has. Iron? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's a way of diagnosing. What? Herbalists and. And and, um, a lot of herbalists will use the nail beds to diagnose. Mm. Iron
0: Okay. That's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. But that's not my area of expertise. (laughs) Oh, so you're in. You were just doing this thing in California. Tell me about that. You were like living in a hut adobe
1: <laughs> i was living in a dome
0: okay adobe do- a,
1: actually technically i was in a dome for two weeks and then i went into a vault subtle difference but a vault yes like but voluntarily but all
0: yes
1: like a like a, a vol- like, like a vaulted ceiling
0: oh yeah i was thinking like somebody <laughs> w- you were like went to a bank and somebody was like go in there and locked you
1: in <laughs> that did happen one time it was oh it
0: did no when was that? Okay.
1: <laughs> just kidding no i was in california at the cal earth institute california institute of earth art and earth architecture um learning to build adobe houses and it's kind of earth building there's an earth building movement happening right now which it's important knowledge that is kind of being brought back it's important it's like an ancient building technique but it's when you're earth building you're usually, you're not cutting down any trees, mm-hmm. right? You're using adobe. You're using the second most plentiful resource on the planet, um, which ultimately makes for a more sustainable building. And then we have other um, sustainable design techniques that are integrated into into what we're doing. Like? Um, like we'll have a wind scoop, for example, which gives us like a passive air conditioning system. And
0: How does that work?
1: You have to know the land and at what time of year the winds are coming when it's hot. So in the summertime... At my school, the winds were coming from the southwest, and so we'd have a giant wind scoop that caught the wind coming in from the southwest, and then we had a tunnel system bringing it through um, our structures. And Arcosanti in Arizona does the same thing. There, there's, yeah, there there's some arch- architectural techniques that, if we integrated into the way we're building now, we wouldn't be using as as much petroleum or fossil fuels. Like we could we could. We're not doing good enough. like we we can do a lot better in terms of being building sustainably and like lessening our carbon footprint on the earth.
0: Speaking of the, of that kind of stuff, yes uh, have you heard our our third episode of the podcast? with
1: I've heard about this, yes.
0: Bill McKibben. Oh you've yeah. heard about it. I Is every it. everybody's yeah. talking, about it, right? talking about
1: it. Everyone's talking about the millions of listeners on the subway the other day were, they all were just talking like about, yes. yeah New York City subway system was talking
0: about this. It's uh somebody was talking about on the overheard uh on <laughs> in New York Instagram.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: if you go back and look. Uh, also don't fact check me on this yeah. but uh yeah it's it's on there. It's on there. They were like, oh my god I heard the best podcast Interview. Yeah, that's exactly He's,
1: what I heard. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then the next one is was with uh, Rebecca Black, who is interesting. It's an interesting story, uh, which you'll also have to go back and yes. listen to. Um, some other good episodes too.
1: I've been in Cuba.
0: Tell ago. me about Cuba.
1: Um, Cuba was amazing. It's it was my ninth time on the island. The situation there is complicated, but I I love the island. I love the Cuban people. Like I. I love being there. I feel really, really good when I'm in Cuba. And I I feel a really strong connection to Cuba. And maybe it's the fact that I'm also Argentinian. Like, my family's from Argentina, and Che Guevara's everywhere. He was Argentinian, P.S. But there's something... There's there's a strong connection that that I I feel and I have felt for a long time with Cuba.
0: Is it... Why?
1: Are you going to ask me if it's, like, the anti-capitalist communism thing?
0: (laughs) I just said... I just said why and uh, there was one word that I used and you went there so I guess so right
1: um I you know what it is I think that the culture in Cuba is really collaborative people are collaborative there's an interconnectedness between everyone and there's there's just a love that you feel I I just I'm, I'm I feel good there there's just there's an energy
0: you feel good in Cuba. I do,
1: yeah. Awesome. Yeah, even though the Wi-Fi is hard to come by. But, that, uh, but in a way, uh, it's great, because I'm not on my phone at all, which does not happen on the regular basis. Like, I have to force myself to be off my phone, and in Cuba, I just, like, have no option.
0: To be off your phone?
1: I have to be off my phone. Oh, absolutely. I'm, like, living life, it's great. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> Who messaged
1: as, me? No, as, I'm just kidding. As you were saying
0: your phone... <laughs> My Literally phone perfect timing. Uh your phone went off in the middle of talking about not having your phone.
1: Exactly. See? Perfect. My phone is calling. If I was in Cuba, my phone would not have gone off. Okay. It would be silent.
0: But you're not in Cuba anymore. You're in New York City. Yes, I am. Which is so connected. Yeah, it's Wi Fi central. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, the earth building residency.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's get back to that.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, the first episode of my podcast, I talked about my move out to California. Because I think the, the big, that lifestyle change was, has been huge in my, my, my happiness.
0: You weren't and, happy before?
1: I don't know. I feel like in, I think that my karma kind of ran out with New York City. I love New York in so many ways. And I've been here for seven years. But um, for if, do you ever observe your resting mind? I know it's a weird question, but.
0: I don't know how to answer that.
1: So when the mind rests.
0: I mean, then, I'm a journalist. I don't rest. Don't,
1: <laughs> oh, I've read. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to Andy. Like, um, It's interesting. So observe your resting mind. If you ever have the chance, even in meditation, and you'll see that certain thoughts come up. The two years before I moved to New York, these images of California kept coming up in my mind. Now, mind you, I'm from the West Coast. I was born in California, born in Long Beach, California, grew up in Phoenix. And these these images of returning home and coming out West had been repeating in my mind. And at first, I'm like, oh, I'm just, again, I'm iron deficient. I keep talking about this, but like, I was like, oh my God, I'm just iron deficient out here in New York. Like, maybe I just want to be in the sunshine. And I injured I had two rotator cuff injuries back in January and I kind of thought that my career was done Um, and so I started applying for all these residencies cuz I'm an artist so I started applying for all these residencies including residency out in California for earth building cuz I thought it sounded interesting and I ended up getting in and by the time I had been accepted and I was ready to move I was fully recovered because I did traditional Chinese medicine and that did wonders to to heal my rotator cuff injury and I decided to go out anyways and it was one of the best decisions I think I've ever made. I just I think that that being out there I just felt I I think it it recentered me and um and that made me happy and I think that happiness has been like kinda key for my performance.
0: Back to your podcast.
1: Back to my podcast. <laughs> It all okay. ties in. <laughs> all
0: ties in to the podcast. 100%. I totally... Podcasts are important. Yes. Did 100%. you hear that, folks? Podcasts are important. You should listen um, to them. Uh, mostly hers and mine. <laughs> yeah,
1: the best podcasts out there. Like, really, no comparison. Yeah. Uh,
0: just listen to ours and... <laughs> You're, you're good.
1: Um. By the way, I'm really proud of you for starting this podcast.
0: Are you? Yes. Thank you. Yes. I am... You know I'm your fan. You Really?
1: Yes, I am your fan. I'm like so excited about everything you do.
0: But you haven't listened to it.
1: Not yet, but I know it's going to be good because it's you.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. I have faith in you. Uh, but I've been in Cuba.
1: I haven't been able to listen to it.
0: I don't know. I don't know why you so have faith in me. not by choice. But... <laughs> I don't know why you have faith in me, but... So, I got I got the right one of the, a great endorsement here for. Yeah, see there you go. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah. This was fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she says a lot of stuff.
1: I know we go. I do. I was telling Andy we we got some coffee before this coffee and tea, and I'm just like Andy. I, I think I totally confused my publicist, and he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because I'm I'm." Okay, I'm an athlete for and foremost, right? I fence on the U.S. team. I'm training for the next Olympics. I was an alternate in the last two Olympics. But I do a lot of, like, different things. And I think my publicist is like, all right, I don't know where you want to go, Natalie. Like, (laughs) I just like living life. (laughs) Check out my podcast, The Meter Line. It's on Podbean right now. In about 20 days, it's going to go on iTunes. So, The Meter Line, check it out.
0: Thank you, Natalie, and thank you for listening.
1: Yay! Thanks for having me.